This is an I Am Listening exclusive podcast. Let me throw another stat at you. The UK waste, this is overall, 6.6 million tonnes per year of of food. And of that, 4.5 million is still edible. Gosh. So if you wanted to visualise that, that's the equivalent of filling Wembley Stadium up with edible food eight times every year. Hello and welcome to this Tread Lightly podcast from us at the Rainham Eco Hub. My name is Kaylee and I'm Liz. And this podcast is where we delve a little bit deeper into those conversations with local everyday heroes that are doing small and impactful changes. We hope that you get as much out of this as me and Liz do and that you also laugh just as much too. Hello and welcome to this episode where Liz and I start to talk about everything composting. Liz wows me with her amazing food facts and then anything else. It's true. It's a bit of a weird one this week. I don't know why. We're in a funny mood today, so we didn't very easily stick to topic, but we really hope you enjoy it. Enjoy this mismatch. Hey, I've got a quiz for you. Go on. Okay. Most wasted food items, top four. Mm, I'm going to go with my house because my house is awful. Okay. Bread? Uh, Yep, that's second. Mm. Bread. Cabbage? No. (laughs) Specific? What specific cabbage? (laughs) Um, Apples? No. What? So top is potato. I can't be friends with anybody that would waste a potato. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. I would say they kind of, they get overlooked in my house. That's probably fair. I go in my head and think, oh, that's going to be good for us. And then, well, boring. Um, bread is second. Milk is third, which no. really surprises me. And fourth surprised me the most. Fizzy drinks. They but, don't go out of date. Yeah, no, but they go flat, don't they? So if you open a bottle and then mm, don't true. drink it all in one go, then it's true. pretty manky, isn't it? So they're the top four things that people throw away. In the UK, yeah. Does that surprise you? Yeah, mm, the bread doesn't, the potatoes do. Fizzy drinks don't. Oh, I thought it would be like some veg or something. Yeah, surprising it... there's no fruit and veg in there, is there? But I wonder if that's because more people don't buy it. Yeah, carby stuff is bought than fruit and veg, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh my God. But I've got more stats. Do you want more stats? I'm like a stat girl today. Go for it. I'm loving this. Well, I'm not loving it, it's horrible. So 0.9 million bananas are thrown in the bin every single day. Bloody love bananas. Do you? Mm. I've got an actual irrational phobia of bananas and even saying the word makes my stomach churn. But that's for another day. What? Another therapy session. What do you mean? You've got a phobia of bananas? I can't even talk about them. I don't even like talking about them. I'm so surprised to put them in my facts and stats. Really? Yeah. I have them on my porridge every day. Really? I can't even touch them. can't pick them up. I don't even like talking about them. Why did I put them into the food waste stats? I think because then that's a crazy stat. That's every day, 900,000 just lobbed in the bin. What's the next one? Well, interestingly, of those bananas that get thrown in the bin, I'm going to stop with my stats in a minute. I just couldn't believe this. You're geeking like, out. You well, can I'm, geek out. I was this look- is the place to do it. Well, I was looking at like one or two and like, as I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it just kept... Kept reading more. So of those 900,000 bananas that are thrown in the bin every day, it it takes, this has blown my brain, this stat, 330 billion litres of water to grow the bananas that get wasted at home in the UK every day. Get your head around that. I can't. 
It's insane, isn't it? Mm. In terms of the water wastage, aside from the fact that they're, they're not even eaten, they're thrown in the bin. My husband became vegetarian about eight years ago based on a stat about how much water um, is used to rear cattle. The water side of things. Mm. That's what that's what done second him. thought. Talk to me more about that. What does well, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't give you stats like what you have. But essentially, it's, a, it's on the same sort of scale. It's an insane amount of water that is used... To look after the to look cattle. after the cattle for us too. You don't even think about yeah. the water part of food waste. Do well, you? I don't know. I do because water is. I think if you speak to anybody in the environmental kind of like sphere, yeah, each will have their own thing that they kind of hone in on that scares yeah. them, or yeah, they yeah. kind of like. And water is one of mine. I'm really scared of us running out of water. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you notice things like yeah. that. Water's my thing. God, mine's fire. Oh, it's funny, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have told you that stat then. That's Don't horrible, worry, it's it? fine. I mean, you did bananas and you've done water for me, so we're equal now. Yeah, both gagging so out of this. So from that then, so you've, obviously today we're going to be talking about food. Yeah. Food waste. Food waste in my house, by the way, is awful. Is it? That's brave mm. of you to say. No, I mean, it's not brave, it's just, <laughs> just a fact, I'm what, not perfect. What, what brings you to the point that you, you say that? Because I think, like... In our town, we've got like a brown bin that we put all of our food waste in, right? Yeah. Um, we have got, when we moved here, there was two compost bins. Yeah. I don't really know anything about composting. I know that you put like raw material in, but I think it's different. Home and brown bin is different to what you can put in there, okay. I think. Essentially, there is a lady who does a course in composting and I was tempted to ask for a course for Christmas. For what she runs, so I could just understand it a bit better because we do throw away an awful lot of food, and I think I notice it more because before we used to have chickens, yeah. And I, so before we moved here, we had chickens, and we would hardly have any food waste because every every scrap bit of whatever just went to them, yeah. And so it didn't feel like that much, and so yeah, I would throw away me ends of me you know bread or whatever yeah, everything else kind of like went to them really i was thinking that where'd you put your bread i mean my dogs eat bread and they probably shouldn't i have got in my freezer i've got a drawer i've got about 20 cr- um, crusts in my freezer of bread because i'm really trying hard to not throw them away and people blitz them and use them for bread crumbs that's a good shout yeah but i'm just not that person yeah i know what you mean so now they've just been sat in my drawer for about eight months so if you want any <laughs> Oh, I'm the same. So I've got an actual homemade, I don't know if I made the base, I can't remember, but we get loads of rhubarb in our garden. Do you? Yeah, like this rhubarb plant grows amazingly and there's nobody in my family that likes rhubarb. So occasionally we kind of hand it over and the neighbour reluctantly takes it and... She's trying to pass it on to literal strangers. So I was like, right, I'm going to be this woman now and I make a rhubarb and blueberry pie check you out i know and then i was like call you delia exactly i made it and i presented it to my husband and he's like just put it in a pie doesn't make me like it and i'm like oh for god's sake it's true though but this is is where you get this is where you get it's been in my freezer a year though that's what i'm trying to get to though so if anyone ends up with a pie hand delivered on your doorstep when you get home might be from liz (laughs) i'd eat it chocolate lashings are cut I wouldn't. No, absolutely not. Don't give it to <laughs> me. <it's> <laughs> so I hear what you're saying, but you go, I want to be that person. And then 
you're not that person. Well, I do it with everything, Liz. Yeah. I do it with everything. I really want to be a type of person. I'm never going to be that person. So I take steps to be there and then I get halfway there. Then I feel even worse because I've got halfway there and then I haven't finished I, the whole oh, full no, circle. I know, totally what you mean. I, made, I grew a pumpkin this year and I was so proud of myself. It was tiny um, and pretty crap, right? But I was like, <laughs> I've grown a pumpkin and then I made pumpkin soup. And I was like, no one eats pumpkin soup. <laughs> was it rank? Soup. It, I mean, it was all right. Would I ever choose pumpkin, like homemade pumpkin soup? No. But the more I'm following, like I'm, I follow a lot of kind of homesteady things on Instagram. And they go, don't grow shit you don't eat. So there's me being like, right, so we need to um, go in the garden and we need to plant out our turnips. <laughs> Like, no, we don't. No don't one has pretend. eaten a turnip since 1972. <laughs> I, know, I know, but in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I'm growing turnips and rhubarb. And I'm like, that is mank. So I get where you're coming from with the bread. I really do. Do you want any bread? Oh, God, you know I'll say yes. And I'll feed it to my birds. I don't then. think you're supposed to feed bread to birds, I don't think you? you are. No. So I've had this thing, right, since for a couple of months... I want to stop eating. Have you heard of ultra processed food? Yes, but go into a bit more detail with me. Well, I don't, I don't know. know where that starts and ends. I don't no. know what considers it ultra processed. So apparently anything is uh, anything is processed once you've tampered with it. But being ultra processed means it's been manufactured and it's been produced. Um, to look like a sausage or a... Well, like anything pasta. really. Like anything that's got... When I listened to this podcast the other day, they said, this doctor said that it's basically, if you look on the ingredients pack, that's that's the best way to start. And you will start seeing ingredients that you don't have in your kitchen cupboard. And when I went through all of my stuff, oh. I was like, that is pretty much everything in my house, yeah. bar the fruit and vegetables. Um, anyway, so this ultra processed food, I've been really like thinking, right, I want to start looking at you know, what I eat and kind of being really mindful around how much food I'm actually buying, how much I'm throwing away, what I'm actually putting in my body. Might be a bit late. I'm 38, got two kids. But anyway, we always got to start somewhere. Yeah, of course. I thought over Christmas, I want to start baking. Okay. I want to be, see Paul Hollywood. He ain't got nothing on me. I'm going to bake. Nancy Burt Whistle. I'm not, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't like Paul, so... Nancy all the way. Always a girl. So I thought I'm, I'm just going to bake. I'm just going to bake bread. I'm not going to buy it because if you go and look on your bread packet, it's disgusting. And there that, is awful stuff. And that's considered highly processed. Even Highly bread. processed. Yeah. Ultra processed. Oh, food. but then if you make your own bread, it's literally like water, flour, yeast. Dead easy, right? In it. Three ingredients, four ingredients. Salt, you know, oil, yeast, flour, water, right? So I thought, yeah, I'm on this. I start... Making it, da da da. About 12 buns I made. I can't even eat them. They're like rocks. Oh, no. I'm so annoyed. So annoyed. So I've got 12 mouldy buns downstairs if you want them at all. Oh, yeah. Yum. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so food waste. Are you, how are you with it? Are you. So we've got chickens who do a good job. I think you always have to be a bit careful because um, having chickens, you have to be really careful of rats. So yeah. it's a bit of an uh, up and down with. What I give them, I want to give them something and then it's gone kind of thing. Yeah. We do compost, but we are utterly shit. Uh, we're getting better because we also then use the chicken manure in our compost. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to then leave it. I'm watching a lot of videos about it at the minute because I just suck. It doesn't need to be this difficult, I'm sure. Um, Check out the girl in Faversham. I, I will need to, f I should have done it beforehand, but I went and she did a whole thing down at their um, eco day and it was amazing. They? Yeah. 
Because in an ideal world, I would grow my own food. I would not have to buy anything. And I think everyone kind of says, like, if you can grow your own soil, that's half the battle, isn't it? In terms of like, then you can grow food in your soil that your chicken Mm. creates and then the waste from that goes to the chicken. So I know the principles of it and I love the idea of the principles of it. I think it is just that I suck. I don't think it's any more than that. So I'm doing as much learning and reading as I can, waiting for that epiphany moment where I just work it out. Because I suck at growing, I suck at making compost. But in my head, we've really reduced our food waste because I feed it to the chickens. But if I then can't compost very well and my food doesn't grow very well, I'm not, I haven't nailed it. So this year for Christmas, this shows how cool I am. I asked for a wormery, worm farm where you add your veg into the top of the worm farm and then they create liquid fertiliser and then they make really fine compost. And what, the like, worms do? The worms do it, yeah. And then you kind of, it's a it's a system and I've been like reading up about it and I thought this would be really cool. And then I read it on Christmas Day and it was like, the worms won't eat much until the weather gets warmer. So there's me being like, right, food waste is sorted. It's going to go outside my back door. My little worm pets are going to like take care of it all. Is it big? It kind of grow, it grows as you make more compost. So, and in the end, you put like a little planter thing on top. But at the minute, it's weighed down so it doesn't get blown over. And then even that, the worms are like, not right now. I'm too cold and sleepy. I don't want to eat yet. So even that, when I'm like, oh, I thought that would be my solution, that my worms would just be chomping through it. I wouldn't even think about a wormery, that my brain doesn't even go there. Isn't that mad? I love that we're so different. It's helpful, isn't it? Mm. But I think I'm just stuck in this... I'm just trying to watch stuff and these people who are like, oh, I've got a wormer. The guy, do you ever follow a guy called Spicy Moustache on YouTube? <laughs> no. Don't laugh at me. He's so cool. <laughs> His name's Alessandro and he's got this tiny little urban garden in London. And when I say tiny, it's literally like probably the size of the room we're in at the minute, right? Really? And he grows food in such abundance because he nails it. And what does he do different then? Well, this is the thing, I'm not quite there yet. And it's all around like getting the soil right and getting the compost right and getting the conditions right. And then everything else seems to... The soil is seems like the key, doesn't it? Doesn't I haven't it? done extensive research, but everything that I'm listening to, listening to or reading at the moment says that the soil is the key. And it seems like different places, even in Medway, have got different soil. Okay. So... Like, depending on where you live, you've got a different type of soil and, and therefore you've got different nutrients. Like our soil, we live in Raynham, is clayey. Right. So that's really good, not really good for... I think it holds moisture, holds moisture because yeah. it's clayey, but there's not very good, like... Nutrients and stuff, it's not, yeah, you need to be able to mix it. But even like, so say if your soil's been depleted of nutrients for years, for whatever reason, because you've got grass on it or it's been washed away by weather or whatever. Even like, you know, with this chicken manure that we're then adding into our compost, this is what blows my head. We've gone off topic from veg into soil, haven't we? Which is ridiculous. (laughs) Um, But then it's so nitrogen high. And I'm literally saying this, not like I know what I'm talking about, but literally like. I have no clue. So break it down. So it's too high in nutrient and nitrogen to grow things like potatoes and onions, but it's fine for other stuff like tomatoes and cucumbers. And I kind of hold that for about 30 seconds. And then I'm like, well, how do I remember what beds got what proportion of what soil on it to grow that well? And this is where we need a community garden so you can like learn that stuff, learn that stuff. And then. The food waste thing, because I even see, this is ridiculous and this is going totally off subject, but I see people who 
they see giving like they'll grow too much veg so they just put it on the compost being like we're just gifting it back to the soil it will become nutrients of the soil so if you take aside all the kind of issues that come from transporting food and why that means food waste is bad if you can find a a way to make food waste better in the end that's kind of a, a good thing isn't it I guess you kind of have to also park that shipping food across the world to mm. then shove it in your compost bin is not a net gain of good stuff. But there still needs to be a better solution because it's impossible just to make people feel crap and embarrassed yeah. and bad about having food waste. Do you want to live more sustainably, but you just don't know where to start? Did you, like me, sign up for Veganuary and accidentally buy chicken sausages on day two? Does the whole eco thing leave you feeling confused and sometimes overwhelmed? If so, this is the podcast for you. Remember to check us out on our socials on Facebook and Instagram, The Rainham Eco Hub. One of my friends... um, always does this like awful joke when we go out for lunch since nathan's become vegetarian they're like oh you're gonna order that avocado that's flown three thousand miles Mm -hmm. over he doesn't actually like avocado but it's always that um it is that thing at that conversation and i'd never thought of that before you know food miles is a thing isn't it and i learned that strawberries out of season um are is the worst culprit apparently is it in terms Mm. of what uh in terms of carbon like in terms of for shipping it yeah i don't know why i think they have to air freight berries don't they because um they haven't got a very long shelf life Probably. So they have to go over yeah. an aeroplane rather than a ship, which I think... Yeah. Isn't that insane, isn't it? It's mad, isn't it? And yet you go, oh, I'm living a healthy lifestyle, but I still have to think all this stuff through. It's mad, isn't it? But I have got... I have levelled up um, adulting. Do it. Meal planning. <gasps> oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I Talk mean... me. Well, don't judge me on my choice of meals, but... No take, judgment here. It helps my brain so much to just go... I'm looking on my notes, right? Halloumi burgers. Nice. Nice curry. Don't know what curry we had, actually. Oh, no, I didn't like the curry, actually. It was a new one. I tried lentil and something else. No, it wasn't. It was chickpea. Chickpea and spinach, but... Didn't like it. No, weren't my thing. Courgette spag. Oh, have you tried this? I love courgette and spag. Do you? Mm. Sometimes I do courgette with no tomato as well, almost like a bit more um, jardinerary sauce. Oh. Mm. don't even know what that is and then like toad in the owl everyone loves a toad in the owl do you not no (sighs) we've had this discussion i'm not a batter kind of girl (laughs) batter and pastry jacket potatoes we had jacket potatoes last night i bloody love a jacket potato do you yeah nice and simple i do love jacket potato but like just meal planning and that's nothing fancy ofs but you know just food waste um it's helped it a bit in the sense that i only then buy what i'm what I'm yeah going to use that week. The trick is to be able to get off my ass and go and look in the cupboard to see what I already have, so I then don't order. And meal plan based on what's left in your cupboard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that is the dream, isn't it? Yeah. It's so hard though. It's so hard because we all live busy lives and here, there, and everywhere. And if you're just not, you know, like with composting, fifty years ago, everyone would have known how to do it. Fifty years ago, everyone would know how to cook. Everyone would know how to do. My nan and granddad always composted. But it was a different... But they time. gardened. So therefore they had a use for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what I would actually use it for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it all... Like, society's changed. Like, everyone took a day off on Sunday. Shops didn't even open, you know. So it's it's easy to say, oh, 
everyone knew how to do it 50 years ago mm. but society was structured so differently like women didn't go to work Sunday was a genuine day of rest like at the end of a day was the end of a day and there wasn't all the kind of other can you remember when shops didn't open on Sunday just only just can you I can absolutely remember because my nan and granddad said this is it this is end times mate I can remember them saying that what they didn't approve yeah because they were like like this is it now. This is the turn of the century because you start opening up on a Sunday, that's it. You never get that rest back, do you? You never get it back. And we haven't. We've then gone from like, they were right. Yeah. But We've then gone when, 24 hours now, haven't we, for most things. Yeah. But then when do you just take that rest just to go and, you know, Mad. Do make you know, some stuff or empty your cupboards? Or- do you know they have 24-hour gyms? I know I'm so late to this party, but they have 24-hour gyms. I know that, but I'm more surprised that there are people that want to go to the gym at 3am. But if you do shift work... I'd want to be in bed by 3am. <laughs> but your days are back to front. So you're da- you need to live your life. You can't just be in bed for all of the other time. <laughs> You would. <laughs> Speak for yourself. But yeah, mental. We have so gone off topic. I love it when we do this. Jot some more stats. Go. Okay. So, um, did you know every single... Is this year? This is a year, I think. 20 million slices of bread are thrown away. And what I think is mad about that is that the the gas emissions, so like the impact on um, greenhouse gas emissions caused from, you know, throwing things in the bin and what comes off of landfill is the equivalent of 140,000 extra cars per year on the road in disposing of bread. That Just bread alone. my brains. It, this has taken me, this is a topic that has taken me such a long time to get my head around. It doesn't feel like it's that big a deal, does it? Well, it, so greenhouse gases and all that, so I don't understand. Apart from that bad, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand so when people start chucking out cubic meters or i just gone yeah it's crap i get it so my food that i throw away well yeah but mine don't go in a no hold on stop because mine don't go in a black sack so that must be if it goes in a black sack or is that not no because the brown waste goes in and gets reused and recycled. So I guess then that means more than 20 million slices of bread gets put in the- eaten because this is the number that go into landfill. Well, then that is even more shocking. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. Because I, I think, yeah, that is even more shocking. The fact that we put food in black sacks and then not in a... I know, that's a different issue. Around, that's a different... It? Yeah, it's a different issue, isn't it? Let me throw another stat at you. Um, the UK waste, this is overall... 6.6 million tonnes per year of, of food. And of that, 4.5 million is still edible. Oh, gosh. So if you wanted to visualise that, that's the equivalent of filling Wembley Stadium up with edible food eight times every year. Jeez. It's mental, isn't it? Edible food. This isn't even talking about the stuff that you've left in your fridge till it goes mouldy. Yeah. Blows my head. Mm. And then you just think, well, I do anyway, just go, what's a bit of bread? What does it matter about this? You know, kind of don't think about that end product. Have you noticed um, more recently, probably in the last year, that they're doing this thing with food? Like, don't don't go by the dates, go by the the smell. Have you noticed this? Tell me more about that. I don't don't really 
know what you mean. So, so like companies, like supermarkets are saying, um, so this, this milk and these eggs, they might go out of date on the 21st of February. Don't look at the date, smell it, and if it still smells all right, use it. Don't throw it out because it says it goes out on this date. That's good. So is that a bit like the best before rather than use by being what you have to follow? Yeah, I mean, best before, I don't ever go by that anyway. Best before is like, it tastes better on before this date, but you can still eat it for months after. I've yeah. got so much stuff that is like not within dates. Cereal and that kind of stuff doesn't yeah, matter, does it? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, use by, milk you'd have a use by, wouldn't you? Eggs you'd have a use by. Yeah. But they're saying don't just th- chuck it out just because the date's on there. That's good. Yeah, just I, do the smell test. I tell you what you're really, really good at as well. You've got lots of apps on your phone as well, haven't you? <laughs> Around like food waste and reducing <gasps> food waste. How have we not talked about this? Yeah. Have I you was, got them? No, because I know I'd suck at it. I know I'd go, I must do that. And then, like, oh, push <laughs> comes to shove. And then I just would end don't, up forgetting. Don't I'm assume. <laughs> that I'm any different I want to be good though tell me what it is and I'm going to try and make a commitment to be better at this so if there was any that I would recommend you get there is um an app called too good to go right and these are like surprise bags so say like Greg's locally does this um uh like super supermarkets and stuff at the end of the day they bag up all of the stuff that they've got left and they um, put them into surprise bags. So you never know what you're going to get. These bags might be £2, £2.50. Oh, you still pay a little bit. You pay for these bags, but what you get in this bag... So I went and got one from Greg's, right? My kids love Greg's. It was £2.40. Mm-hmm. Um, we come back with eight yum-yums, uh, four sausage rolls, four pasties... And I think uh, a couple of drinks. Well, so that's good for £2.40. I think in total, I can't really remember, but it does tell you how much the bag would have been. And it would say it was like, you know, £25, pounds, £26. Wow, pounds. Bloody hell, and I got it for good. like two quid. Well, they were just going to chuck it out anyway. So for them, that sort of it stopped it from going in the, the weekend. Bin. And it, well, and then dinner. I froze stuff and then I used it for their packed lunch. So for me... God, you're good. It was a win. That's really good. I wouldn't have even thought about freezing it. That's genius. Yeah. So that's quite good. And then um, locally in Raynham, it is quite hard push. You need to get in there quick because people are on this now. Oh. What they, is that? That's too good to go? Too good to go, yeah. So that's one app. And then another app is Olio. And I think that's a lot more popular. Like people know that more don't they olio I st- uh, tell me more about it though i'm still not sure I'm, I'm on it so olio is in the same sort of thing but it's absolutely free so people go and collect food from supermarkets or they uh, and then they distribute them out and they put them out on olio and so they'll say here's a loaf of bread here's some mint nice. leaves here's some oranges or whatever um or you can use it as an individual and if you've got stuff that's going out of date and you know you're not going to use it instead oh, of chucking God. it you can share it so you can just put it on there people come to your house same as like facebook market facebook marketplace yeah. like people just come to your house but pick food. up stuff with food and then you can either be a taker or a giver <laughs> and then whichever <clears> way you want to go and then yeah you just can share and then you can do non-food items as well so and you can put on there things that you are looking for so you can say do like you mean like perfumes and body stuff yeah and like at the moment if i go on there right now somebody's given away free rosemary cuttings oh my god where is she i'll go and find her her name's sarah oh, i sarah? think i want some she's on road where is she Gillingham. 
And it says everything in this section is given away for free, strictly no selling, no swaps and no donations. Oh, that's so So cute. it's just a really lovely way, really. I mean, rosemary cuttings, I think I might go for that. I think that's really nice. Isn't that nice? Your hop's good at growing rosemary, isn't he? Sharing. No, uh, lavender. Oh, lavender. Uh, I love lavender. So do I. And there's a house local to us that has got a whole, like, uh, hedge of lavender. And oh. it's huge. Absolutely huge. And they've obviously chopped it down over the winter and I can't wait for it to come back. Oh. So my husband has tried to recreate that and has grown us loads of lavender. I need to copy what he did last year. Because I just remember coming around, he was watering your lavender. And it was just Sweet, isn't it? He's done it so from lovely. seed. Some actual seed. Apparently, it's quite difficult. Yeah, it's really difficult. I've tried and failed every single time. We didn't. Um, he didn't manage to do every single one. But um, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it's quite good, isn't it? Mm. But stuff like that. I think just sharing. We need to get back into that mentality of yeah. being able to go next door for your, to your neighbour and go. Can I borrow a cup of sugar until I go shopping? Like till I go to the big shop. Whereas now we just don't do that, and I don't know whether it's the way that I was brought up. I've spoken a lot about how um, the community that I grew up in was. We were lacking in most most things and so it was not uncommon that I would go next door and say my mum says can I borrow a cup of sugar like that was just a bog standard thing and I don't know whether that was just for our kind of community or whether that happened elsewhere yeah but I feel like that was just such a nice way to live regardless of whether you know we were actually quite poor or I think it's just nice that you can just know that you can rely on other people and you can just share stuff because you know then the next week they'll become around and be like oh can I borrow a you know some butter or a loaf of bread or whatever and like you would just do that sort of stuff and I think we've lost that a little bit yeah do you do you or not really no we definitely have I don't think I've ever kind of known it be a thing so but yeah I think like asking if you can borrow stuff but also then remembering that when you've got too much you've got half a loaf of bread anyone need bread for tomorrow morning like we barter together is that a word like you make the most sexiest pesto homemade pesto and I remember you was wanting to have a um one of those what are they called like humidifier things you know things that puff out the um essential oils and I had one of them that I didn't use and I was like tell you what give me some of your sexy pesto pesto. yeah and you can have it because you didn't want to buy anything new and so like, I think we just need to get better at doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm feeling safe that nobody's going to take take the mick or no one's going to be horrible about it. Well, they probably will. I'd probably take the mick out of you, really, sometimes. But you'd probably take the mick out of me too, but that's all right. Swapping sexy pesto for a free diffuser. <laughs> this is who I am. This is who I am, people. I used to go clubbing and now I swap... Um, pesto with for diffusers. <laughs> it's fine. Do you know what's going to be really interesting? Uh, wrapping up this podcast just now is when we go and do the show notes. It is going to be the most higgledy mm-hmm. higgledy show notes we throughout the whole season. It. We can't even just say this is about food waste because we've digressed eight thousand times. Higgledy piggledy. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. What a beautiful way to spend a lunchtime. I've really enjoyed chatting to you today, and. I was really looking forward to seeing you. I'm pleased to have seen you today. Oh, until next time. Yay. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Rainham Eco Hub's Tread Lightly podcast. If, like us, you're trying to be more sustainable, then like and subscribe to get notified when we release new episodes or even better, share with your friends and family. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you for joining us. Stay safe, keep going and find us on socials. Cheers, guys. This has been an I Am Listening exclusive podcast. For more information, head over to our website, im-listening.co.uk.